Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a Bishop. I just had a Gator. That's awesome. Aren't they great cigars? You know, they really, really are. You can pick up your own Bishop and Gator over at MartinezCigars.com. MartinezCigars.com? MartinezCigars.com has the Bishop and Gator in a variety of size packages. (laughs) Packages. You would like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Anyway, head on over to MartinezCigars.com for the Bishop and Gator. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's your man, Gator. And tonight, we are going to be featuring another cigar from the February My Monthly Cigars box. We are going to be smoking the Alec Bradley Black Market Vandal. The Vandal. Yeah, the Vandal. This cigar is a... a ginormous band. It's a... Yeah, it is a big band on that cigar. Uh, It's a Bellicoso 5x54 featuring a uh, Maduro Nicaraguan wrapper, a Sumatran binder, and filler tobacco made up of Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Panamanian tobacco. Panamanian. Panama. Okay there. Panama. Yep. I think that's actually talking about Panama City, not Panama. Probably. Blade. I don't think they do. They grow tobacco in Panama City. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't. It's in what any, in any great it's quantity. what came to mind when we said Panama. Yeah. So fine, whatever. Van Halen. Van Halen. <laughs> so <laughs> All we right. we have nothing to talk about tonight. Yeah, we do. No, we got we a little don't. bit. No, we got, we got a little bit. No, there's going to be some legitimate talk, and then there's going to be some riffing. Okay, I like riffing. We'll figure this out. But before we get into all that. Oh Why my don't God. we go ahead time? and prep the cigars? We should. We should. And that means starting with the cut. Who's it brought to us by? The cut is brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there at Riverman, he's got a great humidor stocked up with all kinds of fun goodies for you to try. He's got the full line of Martinez cigars, JRE tobacco, you know, the Aladino stuff, which, mm-hmm. by the way, we are coming to you from the JRE tobacco Aladino mobile studios. Darn right we are. We have to put that in so many times. Oh, you know? yeah. Contractually obligated. Contractually obligated. And then uh, he's also got a whole bunch of other fun goodies over there. And he's also got the Bishops and the Gators, which, by the way, we are going to be announcing the list of stores that will be getting the first round of Bishops and Gators here in this episode. So stay tuned for that. Wow. That's awesome. Stay tuned for that. I'm so excited. But anyway, Dan, he's got limited capacity in the lounge, but he is letting people use the lounge. The weather is starting to turn, so that 1,500-square-foot patio out front Boy, suddenly, that would have been nice the last couple oh, of days I know, here in right? Illinois and but let me St. Tell you, Louis. Yeah. That's a viable option now. We're starting to get into the springtime of you know, you know, how, you know little better temperatures and rain. You know how hot it was today? Well, how hot? I'm driving in my Jeep. My Jeep says 64 degrees. Right. It was zero a week ago. Exactly. Insane. But see... Rain doesn't matter at dance because That's that right. patio's covered. You could sit out there in the Freezing rain. Freezing matters. Enjoy the, the the wonderful nature sounds of the rain hitting the pavement and have your <laughs> the cigar. The highway. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got some. You've got that. I mean, but, yeah, I mean I'm not going to lie. Like, you've got Grant's Farm close, but I'm not sure you're hearing and then the you've horses. Got, and then you've got Watson Road just exactly. right there. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not sure you're hearing the historic uh, Route 66 yeah. for those people who don't know. But yeah, get your kicks. Yep. But anyway, guys, 
If you're in the St. Louis area, you need to swing by Riverman Cigar Company. Say hi to Dan. Say hi to Jane. Say hi to Cindy. You know, they like meeting people. They do. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, but you still want to support a brick and mortar, Dan does mail order. So you can give him a call and you can get a box of cigars shipped to you right away. So taste. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and hit the microphone <laughs> with the cutter. Let's try that again. And it's time to cut the cigar. There you go. There we go. Second time's the charm. I mean, I was a little close. I, didn't I already realize got mine how, out of the cellophane. I didn't realize how close. I, you did. And I'm impressed. And you even took off the giant band. I did. That's a ginormous band. Yeah. The band. kind of cool. Pretty much takes up the entirety of the cigar with the exception of the. It's got uh, a police report on it. Torpedo tip. That? Oh, does it? Yes. I didn't well, know it, is a, it is a vandal. So yeah. maybe it's for vandalism. It's the uh, felony report. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been better. reading up on it. I was just glad my name wasn't on this one. So better than a prescription for once. But we won't. True. We yes, won't, let's we, not do we, that. We won't get into that. <laughs> that lady's so mad at us. I know. Anyway, well, you know what? Her cigar was boring, and when you're calling it what she calls it and has a prescription label on it, I expect it to be. I want to kick in the harsh. teeth. I was just saying. Right. I want. I want something to slip my throat. Yeah. That, that didn't do it. But yeah. We won't dwell. But we digress. We digress. <laughs> anyway. Well, cut your cigar so I can cut mine. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. You're waiting on me exactly. because you don't have a cutter. And you you're need, not going to bite the end off this. I that? am going to slant cut this. I'm impressed. If I don't I'm ruin it. I'm not used to seeing you slant cut a cigar. You know. Has that I, become a thing now? No, it's not. I just, for some reason, decided on this one with it being a torpedo that I was going to do In that. your honor, I'm going to coronate a bishop out of this one. Oh, Like you. you do with the bishop. With the V cut. Look at that. That's nice. The thing of beauty. Mm. I even dropped the butt out for you. That's how much I care. I appreciate that because there's always inevitably a tobacco <laughs> bomb when I go back to use my cutter after you've used it. I love to do that. I hate that. It usually goes all over the damn place. So what are you getting on the cold draw there, Jeff? Something distinct. What is that? It's musty. It is musty, but there's something else. It's musty. I'm, I'm, yeah, but... Uh, Kinda, was that her clots that told us to It was to do her that? clots that told us to uh smell to the smell the foot. I'm sure other people do, but her, he's the one who actually mentioned it. It's a musty apricot mixture. Like dried apricots. I don't know if I get apricots. I just get dried must, apricots. Musty. So anyway. Yeah, there's more to it than just must, but I do taste that. Well, I'm gonna light my cigar okay. here. Doo, doo, doo. And then I'm going to borrow your... I was going to say, you need to borrow a lighter, too, don't you? I've got like six of them in the Jeep. I didn't pick any of them up and bring them in. Where's your travel humidor at, Jeff? I've lost it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I suck. Nick's cigar is re-entering orbit at the moment. What are you talking about? That thing was flaming. I just like to flame kiss the end of mine here. What are you talking about? You normally are putting yours in orbit. There it goes. There it goes. There's re-entry. See, this is why I don't like letting you borrow my lighter, because, like, I go through so much butane with you. That's true. It's unreal how much butane I go through. I'm nothing if not cheap. That's true. So, you asked... that lighter's hot. You asked... Yeah, because you're... Woo! Damn. Anyway. Anyway, you asked what's going on. So, guys, we need to talk about what happened on Tuesday. Nick had a meltdown. I had the worst day on Tuesday. So I wake up at 7 o'clock in I'll the morning. I'll tell you what. I thought Sad Sack was going to take a jump off a bridge. So it, 
I went to bed Monday night at about 3 a.m. because I stayed up late watching the end of uh, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. You know, you've been talking about that. We'll circle back to that. I want to hear a little okay. bit about that. So I, I finished watching that, and um, I was up fairly late. But you know what? I was pretty far ahead on my newspaper. I didn't feel this pressing need to uh, get to bed because I had a full day ahead of me the next day. I only had like four pages left to lay out. Yeah, you were way you know, ahead of me this way week. way ahead and everything. And I was just like, you know, I can take it easy on Tuesday. No big deal. And so I upload the episode, and I go to bed. And the next morning, my son wakes me up at 7 a.m. Watching church? Watching church on yep. his iPad. Now, let me explain that. My church live streams its services. It was doing that before COVID. It obviously became a much bigger deal during COVID. But it live streams its services on YouTube. And my kid loves watching church. It's like his favorite show. Good for him. And, I mean, my church... I'm sure they're looking at the analytics for this, and they're just like, my God, we've had so many hours of our services viewed, all from one IP address. But the thing is, like, my kid, I'm not, I'm truly not joking. If he had his way, would watch church eight hours straight on any given day. He wow. love, he will sing the songs. I mean, my kid. He should grow up and be Pentecostal. My kid loves the music part. But anyway, that's neither. <laughs> you know, there's there. like a handful of people in the audience that laughed out loud at that. Yeah. And there's probably some that are really that are mad really at mad you. at yeah. you. Pray, yeah. pray for me, guys. Pray for me. Anyway, I'm sure they've already done that. But the point is, I wake up at 7 a.m. with church in my head because he's climbed into bed with his iPad and he's watching that and it's really loud. And so I kind of roll over and, you know, check my phone and. And I check to make sure that the uh, I go to download the episode on iTunes, and it's not there. Uh-oh. And I'm thinking, what the hell? So then I go to Spotify, and it's there. But it's not on iTunes. And I'm like, what's going on here? Then I go to Podbean, and it's there, but it's not on iTunes. Yep. So I, you know, at this point, drag myself out of bed and start dealing with this. First, I, you know, go to my you know, the, the Apple site so that I can refresh the feed. And that's when I find out that there's an error with the feed. And what so, was the error code? Uh, it was like 403, 403 or yeah. 430 or yep. something like that. But anyway, so I reach out to Podbean and, and this is the first gripe that I have. The first gripe that I have is both Apple and Podbean both have horrible customer service methods in that the only way to reach out to customer service is to email them. Yep. They have no direct chat, like a like a like type chat, you know, kind of deal. They don't have a phone number I can call. Nothing. I just have to email them, and all. And it's always we hope to get back to you at least in one day. And it's like, oh, this is yeah. not good. So I blow up Apple. I blow up Podbean. Both of them saying what's going on. Podbean responds back to me actually fairly quickly. But they tell me, feed looks good on orange, blah, 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 and all that. Well, Apple gets back to me and says, what's wrong? And they blame Podbean. So then I take the feed, and this is all super inside baseball technical yep. stuff, but I take the but feed. But it explains why it explains the, the episode was not up on iTunes on, immediately. Exactly. So then I take the feed, and I have to run it through um, like a feed um, validator to make sure that everything's you know proper and good. Yeah. And... The validator comes back and tells me, you know, no, it's it's not good, and this is why. And it's and it all comes back to Podbean. 
So now I'm blowing up Podbean, being like, okay, guys, what Which is going is for, on? For those in the audience, that is our technically it's our hosting, hosting site, service. precisely. Yeah. So I upload to Podbean, and then the RSS feed sends it out to Apple and Google and Spotify and everybody else. So at this point, I'm blowing up Podbean, and they're not getting back to me. They haven't gotten back to me since that first email. And I'm sending them screenshots of what Apple told me, of what the validator said, and all this. And I'm like, guys, this is your problem. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Finally, at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, they finally – and this is after I sent them a message that said, guys, I'm getting angrier by the hour. And I dropped some very interesting vocabulary into that email. So I definitely think they got the clue that they needed to respond to me. And they finally got back to me and said – Here's the deal. We're under a denial of service attack, and it's screwing up our ability to upload um, episodes to iTunes. And so right now we've had to turn that off and blah, 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 and we're dealing with this hack. And, Why you know, couldn't and they else. have told you that like six hours ago? I don't know if they even knew. I almost wonder if maybe like I was just – and I'm not saying I was one of the first – I may have been one of the first. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But – I'm thinking I may have been early on one of the first people to tell them, hey, you've got a problem. Yeah. It's not just Podbean. Other podcast hosting services have apparently been dealing with this. Somebody's targeting the small guys and going after them and doing this. And it was just Podbean's turn. But anyway, they finally got it resolved late Tuesday evening. And I got a message from Thick Smoke Ryan and... Uh, Ryan told me, hey, your episode's available, and that's when I checked, and sure enough, it was, and that's when I was able to so promote here, it. So here's my problem with online hacking and identity theft and people that just steal your name on Facebook, okay? Uh-huh. We've had that, we had that happen to one of the uh, waitresses here at Top Shooters, you know, where we uh, have the Jerry Tobacco. Aladino Mobile Studios. Exactly. And that's happened to one of the waitresses here. We know other people it's happened to. Where somebody just takes their their name and their photo, creates a new page. I, I, I if I same, but anyway. was in the military, yeah. Okay. Well, but it is, but it isn't. That's a hack. They're they're all computer hacks okay. of one various size or another. If if I was in, say, Congress, if I was making the laws, if I was king for a day, okay. I think the death penalty for any computer hacker. Okay, that's so extreme. If but, you're going to get online you know. and you're going to fuck with somebody's shit, you're going to die. Okay. Yeah. Well. So that would end it. I can only imagine your views on higher crimes than hacking. But, but see, you know. that's the problem. Stealing somebody's identity, to me, is one of the highest crimes. Not not just a misdemeanor, a high crime. Murder. Well, yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like My that's God. a significantly why, higher crime why was that than stealing somebody's religion? identity. But I'm saying because I'm taking it to the extreme, Jeff. It's what I'm the, saying I mean, like, is it's know. it's still a violation of someone, and it's not fair, and it causes it bankrupts people. It does. You know, in this case, they were probably holding out for a ginormous I, sum of money. I will say, look, it impacted it in, fucking shoot it, it impacted my downloads for the day, which was annoying for us because. And, you know, and we're, yes. we don't want to go into but, all the intricacies here, but we had a number we were trying to reach for February. And we've shanked it because of this. Yes. But, you know, whatever. And, and not by many. Not, hopefully not. Yeah. Um, 
this episode plays into that. But yes, you know. But then, so tell um, your friends to listen. Yeah, exactly. So download this one twice, guys. Um, <laughs> but but the thing is, I saw a guy commenting on a Twitter thread with Podbean, saying that he had signed up for their professional services and he does three million downloads, and he wow. was getting none because, or at wow. least he wasn't he wasn't getting none, but he was getting a significantly smaller number because guys. Apple is the predominant source for yeah. a lot of these downloads, you know, iTunes. It, it's just one of those things. Google, Spotify, all the rest of them. Yeah, they come into play. They're important. But Apple is like the one that you want. And uh, when Apple is denied you because of these hackers and whatnot, yeah, it, it hurts. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, go so out. So that's what happened tell on Tuesday. Tell your friends to download uh, the last couple episodes. We'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so if you if you happen to miss Tuesday, maybe you checked on Tuesday and you were like, where's the show? It's there now. You yeah. can go and get it. You can go and listen to it. I promise you it's there. We're, we're within a couple of hundred of setting a record for our February. And we and were, yeah, it'd be yeah. nice if you guys could just. Yeah, it uh, downloaded that, twice. That jacked with us. <laughs> so back to we should shoot those hackers. If we can find them, yeah, get your get in their your, little basement in Lithuania or wherever the hell they are. Get your wife's phone and just download it real quick. Yeah, she you might know. enjoy listening to it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I do have some smooth tones to my voice, <laughs> literally. So you know that's something we should do. We should have a ladies' night on the show. I mean, we talked. We have ideas. Okay. We need to make this happen. Because there are Sisters of the Leaf. It's all a matter of schedules, Jeff. Sisters of the Leaf that need a show for them. They can always come over to our show. Well, of course. I mean, that goes without saying, ladies. (laughs) What up, ladies? Um, (laughs) Light them up. Yeah. If you know what I mean. (laughs) I don't even know what that meant. (laughs) See, this is where it would have been an appropriate time for you to be like, hey, have you tried a bishop or a gator? You can put my stick in your mouth. Oh, my God. But no. But no. Now you leave that one alone. Only when you're talking to dudes do you bring that up. <laughs> anyway, speaking of sticks in your mouth, what are you getting off the Alec Bradley uh, black market vandal? Cigar. Kinda. Yeah. Cigar. Yeah. I I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Retro oh. hail's a little rough. Yeah, it is. That's pepper. Yeah. A lot of pepper on the that retro. Is. Oh, it's um, stuck in the back of the throat. Yeah, it's, oh it's god, hang- I can't talk. It's hanging in the nostrils. Um, but um, oh god. But the actual smoking experience, yeah. the actual cigar, cigar. that retro hail will kick you right in the gut. That that it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Probably should have expected it, given the fact that it is the vandal. It's true. Hey, you know what? It's a cigar who actually had an aspect that lived up to the marketing of the band and the name. Wow, she's going to shank us at TPE. I mean, I'm not saying who it is. No, but she knows, and she's going to shank us. Eh. Granted, she probably hasn't listened since we trashed her. Oh, cigar. no, I'm pretty sure she probably hasn't. But mm-hmm. We made an enemy we don't by need giving to... a review on a cigar once. Very, just, very early on, yes. Yeah, very early on. Very early on. Normally, people have to get to know us to hate us like that. Well, admittedly, we kind of shat on her baby a little bit. Not her actual baby. <laughs> I want it for the record that we did not shit on a child. We've not crapped on any children. We've not crapped on any no children. No children were crapped on during no, this podcast. It was a cigar. but yeah. um, And it wasn't even literally. It was just like verbally. But nonetheless, um, 
I, I get <laughs> Jeff's dying. Jeff is dying. Is this when it happens? Was that the big one? He he's 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 looking all around. He's got some fuzzy look in his eye. Did you retrohale? What just happened there? I inhaled and almost passed out. <laughs> Actually, I might have passed out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that that oh that burned the throat. That was a bad. Hey, idea. You're not supposed to inhale your cigar, Jeff. No, no, that was a rookie mistake right there. It was indeed. You, I hope you cut some of that. That was yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie. It'll be what it is. You were talking to me, and it was all in like slow motion for just a couple of seconds there. I, I, I think I. Well, actually... now we know what the extreme <laughs> retro hail is like. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dealing with it. No, I think. Yeah, I almost passed out. All right then. It was. I was definitely swimming. Okay. Have you ever done that? Have you ever coughed so hard you passed out? I have done it a I couple of times. I have not coughed so hard I passed out. I did it once driving. Well, that's not good. Yeah. And luckily, I realized what was happening. I was on the county line road down close to the farm. Yeah. And I started coughing. And I could... You know how, like, the old-time TVs would go down to that little dot in the center? Yeah. That's what my like my vision did. Well, that's not good. And I could see it collapsing, and I had the presence of mind to put my foot on the brake, and just luckily no one was behind me, but I like stopped dead on the middle of County Line Road, passed out, came to almost immediately, thank God. Well, yeah. And, you know, started driving again, but yeah, it's happened to me twice. All right, then. No, nope. that'll, that'll, that'll mess you I've up. I've done that. Yeah. But. It's, it can be done. I mean, it's, I, you know, it's, it's not a good thing, I don't think. No. Yeah, but it's happened to me twice. Kind of scary. All right, then. It's hard to smoke the cigar now after that horrible cough that I had. Well, let's talk about the other thing that's wrong with you. What is this black spot you have on your toe that you were telling me about? Okay, so Nick knows. My Jeep, my heat's not working. No. And we got down really cold the last couple of weeks. Really, the last week got really cold. And I... Still had to go do work and whatnot. And at some point in the last week, week and a half, I noticed I have a black spot on my pinky toe. Now, I'm hoping that I just like dropped something on it or stubbed it. You, you know, think it's like, what? Frostbite? Well, that's just it. I'm hoping I dropped something on it and just kind of, you know, how the nail, you'll yeah. pinch the nail and it'll get yeah, blood, under, blood it. Or under it. Yeah. Hoping that's all it is. Otherwise, it's the frostbite or it's the diabetes. Or the diabetes. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not sure which. So I'm, well, I'm, you've never been diagnosed with diabetes, right? No. Boy, and in my knowledge, I haven't gotten frostbite. What a bitch that would be to find out you have diabetes because you lose your toe. Yeah. Well, it hasn't gone gangrenous. Well, that's good. So I've got that going for me at this point. But I'm here to tell you. Thanks um, for the noise there, buddy. Jeff's combining, combining his iced teas yeah. one drink there. That was sufficiently loud. Hold and on. Then, I got one more. Seriously? I'm going to pull this one into play. You don't do the cellophane, but you're going to just... Dunk a bunch of ice in one cup, huh? Oh, <laughs> really? Just kind of throw you those. Just threw, you just covered the table in ice. Not covered. There were two pieces. There's another. Oh, wait, that's cellophane. Yeah, that, <laughs> two pieces I'm like, there's a ice. giant piece right there. Oh, it's cellophane. Yeah. Never mind. All right, then. But now it's like I have a new tea. Um, no, you have a cup full of ice with a little bit of tea at the bottom. So anyway, I'm praying it's not the diabetes. Okay. But that, it hasn't gone away. You want to see it? No, I don't want to see it. Here, hold on. Let me get my shoe off. Kind of surprised you have shoes on. 
Normally, it'd be flip-flops. Truth. Dude, so we're smoking, go. we're smoking this Alec Bradley. Oh, God. You see it on the pinky toe there? Oh, my God. Yeah, it looks like you <laughs> smashed it. <laughs> That's what I hope. I just showed Nick my bare foot in the God, bar. you savage. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like you smashed it. So we're smoking this Alec Bradley. It's the black market vandal. And, dude, my burn line looks like a freaking Richter scale going off in a 7.0. I mean, it's all yeah, over the I'm place. Yeah, I'm doing the. I got the same problem. You know what? I, li- I normally like Alec Bradley's. Actually, one of my three cigars. Give you a little uh, hint here for later in the show. Is an Alec Bradley. Interesting. But this one's not really. Is this a medium mild? Uh, uh, what are we talking here? I think it's. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of medium myself. I, but I'd say medium plus. Yeah. You know, I'd say that's probably a fair representation of the cigar. Jeff is standing up to put his shoe back yeah, on. Yeah, no, I can't get my shoe on. Listen to the struggle, guys. <laughs> the struggle is real. The struggle is so real. I can't do it when I'm laughing. You need a shoehorn, Jeff? You know, I used to wonder why my grandparents had those. And <laughs> now you don't, huh? Yeah, I kind of get it now. So let me ask, have you pretty much given up on shoelaces? Oh, I have, when's the last time you saw me with a shoelace? Valid. I mean, it's mainly flip-flops. Valid. In other words, shoes that you can just slip on and not have to bend over for, huh? Yeah, I've got my boat shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And your flip-flops. Yep. The only... I'm very similar, but I do own a pair of tennis shoes, and I do wear them periodically. I'm winded now from putting my shoe on. I know. I was going to let that go, but <laughs> you brought it up. I've got to get so. back in shape. So, no, the only, pair, the only pair of footwear that I have that have laces are my uh, combat boots. And they're they're quick lace, but yeah, okay then. Yeah, those are the only ones I have with laces. But I haven't had those things on in quite some six time. months, probably. Snake Road would have been the last time I wore them. Okay, well, yes. I took my daughter down to Snake Road. So that would have been a little while back ago. in September. Yeah, so yeah, All it's right been a while. Okay. I'm not big on laces. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I need a shoehorn. <laughs> God, <laughs> you know what we could do. What? We could get the, the Gator line of shoehorns and sell them on the uh, Cigar Pulpit website. Yes. People would love to have the Gator shoehorn. I don't. Okay. I think that's a thing. I'll let you take that project. Take the lead on that. You can take the lead on that project. How's that sound? Fair enough. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, I yeah. told you we didn't have anything to talk about. We're working on it. We're working I, on it. I told it. the listeners at the beginning of the show. Download it anyway, though, because we needed the numbers really bad. We're working on it. Well, Jeff, it's not just your toe that you've got to worry about. It's your face. Every what, time what I talk to face you, do? every time I talk to you at night, you're always telling me how you're like laying in bed. And then I hear this like guttural cat noise. OK. And then your cat's like attacking you or yes. something. That has become a real thing. So uh, anybody that keeps up with this has heard me talk about this. But we brought a farm cat home back in. I don't remember a couple what it was. months ago. Yeah, it's been a couple of months now. Christmas time maybe three. Ish, maybe. So Addie, Addie wanted a cat, and Kristen hates cats, and it was a struggle between. I stayed out of it for the most part, but Addie won out, got a cat to bring home. Initially, Kitty was going to be like an outside cat, but we live in a cul-de-sac, and you know the the, the reality life expectancy is yeah yeah the greatest. The reality for, of the world was yes. you were not going to let that cat outside. Yes. Yeah. So we brought him home, and he's the cutest damn thing. Um, he's a Russian blue, and he's just gorgeous, just a beautiful cat. But he sleeps with me at night because he pesters Addie, and she can't go to sleep. 
So he comes down, you know, with me. And for the first baby. Probably the only pussy you're getting. <laughs> anyway. Oh, poor Charlie. So for the first. What are you doing to the cat? Yeah. For, <laughs> why do you think uh, he's chittering? Oh, my God. For the first three hours of the night, that cat just goes full on feral. Because it's a cat. Yeah. And he is just hunting for. It doesn't matter when I go to bed. He'll hunt for three hours. And then he'll come down and he'll come up and lay next to me and purr. Yeah. But for those three hours, I mean, you can look at my arms. Like, I've had to crop, like, pictures I've put on Instagram of me smoking cigars. <laughs> I have to crop out the cat bites and scratches. That's amusing. Oh, he's just been terrorizing me. Thanks for muting your phone, Jeff. Nope. Yeah, my bad. Anyway. It's professional radio. I know, finest. Right? So, anyway, so the cat's attacking you. Yeah. And he's just... and. But, like, he warns me he's coming. And I even taped it and sent you a, a tape of it. Now, you said it was a little low. It was a little low. little low. To be to put on the cast. But the point is, it, it's, yeah, it's dying. You've heard him on the phone well, with I've me, I've heard though. him. It's just, like, kind of like, kind of like cat noise, yeah. you know? I mean, it's he's he's getting ready. And then he just attacks. And he is relentless. But it's where he attacks that's problematic. Okay. So the hands are bad enough, and he really, I mean, he really stuck me the other day. I think it was my thumb. Actually, no, you know what? Here, I'm going to show you. You can see where he got me. See that spot? Oh, yeah. He, I mean, it bled for a while. I had to wrap it up in a t-shirt. It was bleeding You need to watch out about cat scratch fever. (sighs) Thank you, Ted. The nuge. Nuge. So, (laughs) (laughs) so the hands and the arms aren't the worst thing, but it's when he bites my face. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll wait. Here's the thing. He'll wake me up and He'll make all the I'll noises. Feel, well, I'll hear, sometimes I hear the noises, but other times I feel the whiskers tickling my beard. <laughs> and it's the, and just, it's the most horrific way to wake up and realize there's a cat in my face about to bite my nose off. Better than some lady's leg hair tickling your beard. Is it? I'm not sure. Anyway. I would argue. Yeah. So he will bite my nose. He'll bite the bridge. He'll bite the end of my nose. And... The other one that's really scary is when he bites my cheek, like, right by my eyeball. Well, that's the thing, dude. And he grabs and hangs that on. That cat could, like, blind you one I night. I know he could. That could be bad. You think? The last thing you see is the inside of a cat's mouth. Oh. <laughs> and he's just, he's the sweetest cat. Who wants to go not. for the eyes. Yes. Yeah, he goes straight for the nose and eyes all the time. He's a fighter. Yeah, he is. He's scrappy. He probably thinks you smell like a dead person, so he figures, oh, he's dead. It's time for me to eat him. <laughs> Did you ever watch? Because let's be real. If you die in that house, the cat's going to start eating well, you Well, unless somebody some finds me first. But yeah, after a day or two, it's your fair game. Fair game. So he, you... just, he just figures, well, smells like dead carcass. Time to eat. Did you ever watch the Dennis Leary show where he was a fireman? He's not disputing the smell, guys. No, no. Did you ever watch the Dennis Leary show where he's a fireman? No. What is you, the name of it? Um, Rescue Me. Yeah, Rescue it was on Me. FX. Thank you. Yeah, I'm aware of it, but so I never watched there's it. There's a scene in there where this guy was buried to this, and I, it, she was an Asian lady, so I'll just say that, but she had a bunch, just a ton of cats. And they're all making fun of him for marrying this Asian lady Have with all these cats. you guys noticed it always comes back to TV and, and movies for Jeff? Every what? time it comes it's back to I TV got. and movies. So. So they went on a trip. It's called life experience. They went on a trip or went away. Life experience. There you go. They went on a trip or went away for a while and came back and they walk in the house and they notice this horrible smell and they realize like the woman died like three or four days ago and the cats ate her. Yeah. 
It's a it, yeah, it's a good real. episode. House cats, they are just as like dangerous as a oh, lion or yeah. a tiger or a puma or just something. Just on a smaller scale. They're just significantly smaller, so they know they can't kill you. Yes. So what they do is they wait for you to die, and then they get what they want. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a whole episode about the lady getting eaten by her cats. Okay. On Rescue Me. That was a good show. I never watched it. You should. You know what? That You know what? You're, Dennis are you Leary kind of bugs me. It's not all Dennis Leary. I know, but there's some, he just, I've never been a big Dennis Leary fan. Really? I yeah. think Dennis Leary's funny. I just, I don't, I don't get into him. Yeah. He was good in Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Did you ever see that? No. You've never Is that the seen Pierce the movie? Brosnan yeah. movie? It's um, a remake, but yeah, the Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. He's I'm the aware, cop in I'm it. aware of it, but I didn't watch it. Um, no, I finished The Shield, and then I, you know, had a little, I was debating, you know, starting a new show. But I had that Michael Jordan documentary kind of teed up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and watch that. And that was really good. But now you're done with it. I am done with it. Okay. And I just started Oz last night. Damn it. That's what yeah. I was going to tell you. I was going to say, do me a favor. Three episodes in to rescue me and you'll get hooked. Eh. Eh. I bet. I bet you money that you will get hooked. I mean, I've got a whole list. I'll add it to the list. It's really good. I've been going down my list. It starts... It starts. Like I've got Sons of Anarchy on the list. I've never watched that. Everybody talks about how good that is. Everybody talks about that. I've never seen it. I've never, I've seen, never it. seen an episode. Never seen it. Yeah. Everybody talks about how good it is. And, you know, so I guess I'll go ahead and add this to it. But, yeah, I like I said, let's bring up my try, list. Actually. Try three episodes. Because you got to get past the pilot because that's, you know, it's character building in that. You get a couple episodes. I'll tell you in. what, you want to watch a spectacular pilot. You want to watch a pilot that will hook you into that show, The Shield. Watch the the first and the last episode of The Shield are some of the best TV that I've seen. Okay. Right, coming up to and that was checklist, right? Yeah, in yep. the pantheon of Sopranos, I'm telling you. Really, there were some aspects of The Shield, like season was it six? I think that one kind of got a little slow. Yeah, but season five of The Shield with uh, Forrest Whitaker. Amazing TV. I, Forrest Whitaker's a good actor. He played the uh, internal affairs uh, lieutenant that was coming after Chickless and the rest of his team. Oh, and okay. dude, it was so good. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was in Platoon. And you know, he, I probably. I think he was. And he's got that uncanny, uncanny ability to watch two people in two totally separate <laughs> sides of the room. God. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that thing going on, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised you don't have Forrest Whitaker eye after whatever you dropped on that toe. Oh. It's like, I, I, yeah. The problem is I don't remember <laughs> dropping anything on the toe, which is why the gangrene still bothersome to me. Okay. And then... Um, well, you're looking. No, I'm adding, I'm, re- you... I'm adding Rescue Me to my list. Okay. I'm, I'm, You'll I'm, thank me because it's add- really incredible. I'm adding it. I'm adding it to my list. No, but Oz... But but he, in he terms was, of my list, Oz is at the top of the list. I'm just moving down the list slowly Leary, but steadily. In the show, Leary was one of the firemen the way, that survived admit. 9-11. Yeah, I know. Okay. You've so told you me know that. that much. You've told me about the show before. Yeah. Yeah. You really should. You, you gotta, you <laughs> All know, right, I'll get to it. You know another one? It's at the bottom of my list, but I'll get to another it. Another good one that I don't know if I've talked to you about. Maybe we've talked about it on the show. Maybe we haven't. I don't remember. But there is a great comedy on that just came out. Uh, maybe a month ago, and it's called Resident Alien. Dude, okay, 
I've seen a couple of people talking about that. It's incredible. And how good it is. Oh, it's incredible. And they're saying that because nobody's really talking about that show, they're worried that it's not going to get good ratings. Start and it's talking gonna, about like, it because it's great. Now, that has the dude from uh, Firefly in it, right? It, that might. I don't. I never watched okay. Firefly. All right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I couldn't tell you that. But okay. it is. He's blonde or whatever. Yes, it okay. is. Incredible. Yeah, I think he played Wash and Firefly. Yeah, it is incredible. I'm trying to remember. It's one of the best shows on TV right now. Okay. The first four episodes are what's out so far. Yeah. And the the gist of it is, without giving away too much, this alien was flying over Earth, and he was going to deliver a package that was going to kill all of mankind. Okay. So as he was flying over, his ship gets hit by lightning and breaks up and crashes. And it's all it, what he has done now is... He has integrated himself, you know, basically taken on human form and integrated himself into this little small town. I'm guessing Colorado. I don't. It's somewhere yeah. out west. And there's all there, there's like one kid in town that can see through his like cloak or disguise. Yeah. And can see that he's an alien. <laughs> and he's trying to kill this kid. It's the, great, the heck? It's the greatest thing ever. I'm okay. telling you. All right. It is, whoever put it together is one of the most creative people on the planet. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah, it's great. No. I've been, like I said, I've been watching the, I was watching the shield. I watched Michael Jordan and I've just started Oz because, you know, that's a cheery, happy show. And, yeah, um, right? you know, and then nothing, other one, nothing says, uh, enjoy your evening. Like watching a prison show. It's really good. Is it? I, I mean, know. so far never appealed to it, but that was, I'm the same way with, uh, the biker show. What was it? You mentioned Sons earlier. Of yeah. yeah. Just watching bikers. Pinky loves that show. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Um, and then WandaVision. I've been watching that. Dude. I'm, and I'm shocked that you haven't. I've done two Mr. episodes. I'm a Marvel guy. I love all the Marvels. So blah, 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 blah. I've watched it's two like, episodes. Dude, it's so good. It, it's just, I don't get it. You it's not clicking. are stuck in the early. You got to get to season four or uh, episode four. Okay. They're only half a freaking hour, Jeff. For God's sakes. Dude, it felt like three hours a piece because they just drug. No. There's stuff going on. You're not paying enough attention. Uh, I can't go back and watch them again. I can't do that to myself. I'm telling you. There's stuff happening, and you're missing it, and it's such a good show, and it's going to play in so hard into, I think, the next Spider-Man movie and the next Doctor Strange movie, and you are just So I'm going to have to see it before I can you go see that. You are missing stuff, dude. Fair enough. This is It's a good show. Tell you what, I'll make you a deal. Tonight when I leave, I'll watch, I'll watch episode three. Okay. That one's at least in color now, right? Because yes, the second yes. one ended in color. Yes, that okay. one's in color. And the weird stuff starts really ramping up in that one. Like I said, episode four is when they kind of pull the curtain back and like give you an idea like, okay, this is kind of what's happening, but you don't, I mean, you don't know, no. And episode seven, oh my God. And then I guess by the time this episode drops, uh, episode eight will be out and then it's just episode nine and then it's done. And done for good or for the season? Was for, it a one and out? It's a one and out. So it's a one season done. One season done. That okay. then leads into movies. Fair enough. And then as soon as it's over with, that's when Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts up. Now, okay. So we've gone down a path here, as we often do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Falcon yeah. is going to be the new Captain America. Well, Captain America gave him the shield at the end of Endgame. Exactly. But they don't call him Captain America. They call him Falcon. Am I missing something? I don't know. 
we have to watch that show. You know more than you're letting on. Well, let's I mean, be you've real. Read all the comics, you, you could, know. You could argue that that Winter Soldier, Bucky, he was like with Captain America back in the forties. I mean, he's capable of being Captain America. And then you've got the government that apparently, based upon the trailer that I saw, he killed has, Tony's dad. I want to point that out. He wasn't in his right mind. Yeah, but Bucky killed Tony's dad. He wasn't, Mister Stark. He wasn't in his right mind. Okay. And then, um, and then you've got the government that evidently has put together its own super soldier. You know that it's dressing up as the new Captain America. Hold on, I didn't know about this. That was in the trailer. You've apparently not been paying any attention to anything. There's a trailer, dude. All this Disney Plus stuff is really cool, and you're missing out. Apparently, like there's a lot going on. I've got Disney it's Plus. Like, it's like you got to Avengers Endgame, and you're like, okay, well that's it, that's it, and it's like we're no, good here. There's so much more going on now. Okay, so and I'm gonna get morbid for a second, and I don't mean to be morbid. Okay. What is the plan moving forward? Because obviously the star of the movie has passed away. You know, God love him. He's Black Panther. Yes. So what what is the moving forward? What is the plan there? Um, I don't know. They're keeping that under wraps. They have said he, they have said that they are not replacing Chadwick Boseman. Well, and nor should they because and they he have was said incredible. that they are not going to use any CGI like they did with um like a Princess, uh, Princess Leia, Leia okay. and everything. So they're not doing that. If I had to guess, I'm thinking a sister might be the new Black Panther. The the one that creates all the stuff, yeah, like the Shuri inventor. or whatever her name okay. was. I, I think I think if I had to guess, well, it could be her or it could be the lady from uh, uh, Walking Dead. That's one of the uh, guards. Yes, I maybe. can't think of her name. The bald one. She's Michonne on uh, yeah, the Walking bald, Dead. The bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. The point is, somebody else is going to be the Black Panther. I mean, they're doing another movie. Okay. They'll figure it out. Okay. Boy, and that's such a shame. Man, man, I was know. he a good actor. I know. He so did such young. a good job with that part. Well, and you know, that, that uh, he passed away from colon cancer, and that's near and dear to my heart because I've had all sort of colitis since I was 12. You know, and I'll say, bully to him because, dude, he did. He was working all the way up to the end. Well, yeah. How did he, he was, keep that he was, quiet? He was going and meeting with sick kids to like cheer them up and everything right? while he's battling yeah. stuff. That says I so mean, much about the him. guy was a stellar dude. Yep. So you know, for what it's worth, it it it, yeah, yeah. He deserves to be honored and and not and not replaced. Replaced. Yeah. Exactly. I, I could so not I think it's, I think it's good that they're doing that. Yep. I agree. But anyway, I think it's time for us to hear from broccoli rob well we don't want to talk about what okay we'll do, we'll do that, that and then we'll do ours that's fine all right so fine well it, you know since it is friday it's time for final third friday with our man and yours broccoli rob it's time for final third friday with my man broccoli robs Happy Friday, Pulpiteers. This is your man, Brock, and today I'm smoking the Charter Oak Habano for the final third Friday Cigar of the Week. The Foundation Charter Oak Habano is a medium-strength, medium-plus body cigar blended by Nick Melillo and manufactured at the Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. 
I am smoking the four and a quarter by 50 Rothschild for this review. The Chartero Cabano offers up great construction, near perfect smoking characteristics, and tons of flavor. The cold draw offers up notes of sweet tobacco, and upon light up, you get a burst of spice from the closed foot, a great way to begin your journey with this cigar. Getting into the flavor notes, the first third offers notes of baking spices, leather, and earth with red and black pepper lingering on the palate and through the retrohale. The second third kicks up the baking spice notes with a super complex amount of baking spices and leather present with the addition of a light fresh mint. Red and black pepper remains on the tongue and through the retrohale. The final third continues with the same notes from the first and second third with the baking spices even more present and a nice spice all the way to the end. I love this cigar. The flavors are right in my wheelhouse and the price point is a winner, especially for how good the cigar really is. In the end, I gave the Charter Oak Cabano a final third cigar rating of 94. This has become one of my favorite additions in 2020 and I'm glad Foundation added this cigar to their fantastic line of already great cigars. At the Smoke Pit, we offer the Charter Oak Cabano Rothschild for $6.99 each and also have the Connecticut Shade and Maduro Charter Oaks available as well. You can't go wrong with any one of these three cigars. The Smoke Pit, located at 221 West Main Street in downtown Greenwood, Indiana, is an all-inclusive cigar lounge offering a wide range of boutique cigar brands along with many heritage brands, bringing you one of the most unique selections in central Indiana at a fair price. Come in today and enjoy our comfortable lounge over a cigar and a great conversation with others who love the cigar culture. You can also follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out FinalThirdCigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar related content. Have a great week and remember to relax, stay smoky, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the Brock. Until next time, cheers. Yeah, that tra- Charter Oak Cabano is really good. I know you like that. Cigar. I love the Charter Oak yeah. Cabano. I, it's like it's a little I, strong for me. Let's be honest. I've, I, I'm on my third box of those right now, and dude, spectacular cigar. I think I mentioned it in my top in my three I've smoked this week last yep. week, and fantastic cigar. I'm loving them. There you go. Now, before we do our three each, yes, what are you getting on your stick? Mm. Again, we're smoking the uh, Alec Bradley Vandal. It's the Alec Bradley Black Market Vandal. Um, I'm about halfway. It is still cigar. Yeah. But I think there's maybe a little pepper kind of eking into the smoking experience of it. I'll give you that. By and large, it's not a very complex cigar, I don't think. I'm not getting... I don't think so either. I'm not getting, like, tons off of it. Yeah. I really thought that Panamanian tobacco would pull out a little little more flavor for me, but... Oh, my God. Retro? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let me try ret- one. Retro at the halfway point is still a kick in the pants. Man, there's a lot of pepper on that. I know. And it just lingers. Yeah, it hangs forever. out of the back of the sinuses. Oh, it does. It just God. won't go away. So uh, I'll go ahead and start with my three cigars for the week. You're always so anxious to start. I like doing this segment. It's funny. I know. I like this segment. Okay. I take pictures of my cigars so I don't forget that I smoked them. Okay. Because as you well know, I'll forget I smoked them. All right. Okay, so my first cigar of the week is actually an Alec Bradley, okay. and I love this cigar. 
Project 40. Oh, the Connecticut or yes, the Maduro? the Connecticut. Okay, because they I, did come out with the Maduro version of that. I have not tried that yet. Well, you know me. I'm not really know, a Maduro guy. I know. Um, but no, I got the uh, I got a couple of Alec Bradley Connecticut's over at uh, Riverman Cigar Company. Uh, before we went on the uh, my little excursion with my high oh, school buddies. Oh, with your friends, yeah. yeah. So I bought I bought a plethora of cigars for that, and that's one of the cigars I bought and made sure I had a few extra to hand out to people. And that that Project 40 is just a good stick at a great price point. Yeah, it's hard to beat it. It really is. So, Well, my first one is one of your personal favorites, I know. Okay. It's the Mi Corita Tricky Tracker. Oh, man, that thing and, comes at you. Um, <laughs> That's, I, that's a strong cigar. I love that cigar. Yeah. I hadn't had one in quite some time after, uh, well, we smoked it on the show quite a while ago. And it's been a long while since I had one. And so I uh, I was out at Lit, and they have them out there. Out, out in uh, St. Charles, Missouri, in here in St. Louis. Chesterfield. Oh, I'm sorry, Chesterfield. Yeah, yeah, out in Chesterfield there. Not quite to St. Charles. No, not quite. And so... They had them out there, and so I picked up a couple because, um, quite frankly, I just I, I love that cigar. It's got so much to it. It's strong. Um, it'll it'll shank you if you're not paying attention. I love it. So I had yeah, the, I've had that cigar come at me a couple of times. The Mi Corita Tricky Tracker. Okay, my second cigar of the week is actually uh, coming to us from JRE Tobacco. Mm. And it's not an Aladino this time. Oh. I'm actually going to talk about the Tadascan Yellow Series. Oh, you bought some Because you know those. me. I know you. I I do a lot of driving, and I smoke while I drive, and I like an affordable stick when I'm driving. And I'm sorry, but that, that cigar, I know it won our battle of the budgets, but it is very, very hard to beat. Yep. It really you know, is. For, for a good... I've got one in the car right now. For a good... I, I don't even want to say budget. Just economical cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, with a good price point and good flavor, great burn line, puts off a ton of smoke. I, I can't say enough good stuff about it. I very nearly lit one up today while I was driving. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, it, I have the Churchill with me, and I didn't know if I had enough time for a full Churchill before I was yeah. getting out of the car and everything. You know, it's funny. So I've started I, doing I that when I drive. Not. Knowing how far I've got to go, I have cigars for the different lengths exactly. of the drive. You got yep. the Robusto drive, yep. you got the Toro drive, and you, and got, you got the, the like, Churchill drive, Churchill or yep. Gordo drive. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, well, my next one is the uh, McAuliffe A. That was the Ambassador cigar, and um, it's a it's a really good cigar for especially for the price point. It's maybe around like eight bucks. And but it's it's kind of a little longer scar and not quite Churchillish but but close and man it's got a great toothy dark wrapper to it good flavor and I I like the Macalafe I I had one of those the other night yeah you talk about those all the time so and my third for the week is actually coming to us from our buddies over at Martinez Cigars mm-hmm. you know what I had today hmm. Passion. Oh, that's right. I was giving you grief about, you were saying, could my day get any better? And I'm like, yeah, it could be 70 and you could have a bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. No, it, uh, I had that thing. That is out of my wheelhouse. That is a little spice bomb. And it's a great cigar. Um, I really, really enjoyed that thing today. You know, my third one might be a surprise for some people. Okay. I had the Tobacco Special, the Dulce. Oh, really? And, you know, it's a sweet tip. It's 
kind of infused, you know, it's got some sweetness to it. It is really out of character for you. But I'll be honest, for whatever reason, I was in the humidor one day and I saw that and I'm just like, you know, it's something different. Did it scratch where you itch? It's just something, just something to kind of hit the palate a little different. Yeah. And every once in a while, um, uh, uh, um, sweet tipped or or infused, you know, Drew Estate thing, be it an acid or one of the Deadwood series. You used to really something. like the Fat Bottom Bettys. I have quite a few yep. Fat Bottom Bettys still in my humidor, chilling out and waiting for the day that I finally am looking forward to one of those. And it's just one of those things I like to have them on hand just for this occasion when, you know, sometimes you just you feel like something a little different. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Well, in this case, I felt like a Hershey bar. Ah, because okay. that cigar is like smoking a friggin' Hershey bar. Fair enough. It's smooth. You got the chocolate flavor and everything to it. Little coffee flavor to it. It's a good cigar. And it's one of the ones that I use a lot for uh, first-time smokers. Especially, and I don't mean to sound sexist here, especially female first-time smokers. Because a nope, lot, you know. you are correct. I mean... For guys, I tend to try and push them towards a, you know, light cigar that, you know, maybe um, is not infused. Like, I, I always come back to the Oscar 2012, the Connecticut Oscar 2012. For, oh, that's for, a good starter it's a stick. Good starter stick. Yep. But then, um, but, but for females, you know, I kind of judge it as the, I, I like to get them that Oscar 2012 as as an option, but then also I'll I'll also give them the Tobacco Special, and then inevitably they all to a T. Every female I've ever given that cigar to is like I like this one, yeah. you know, and it's just one of those ones that I know is gonna get them hooked. And it's get a good it, get gateway them cigar. It is a good yeah. gateway cigar. So absolutely. So yep. So that was my third. Now the one I want to give a. Uh, we, do you have an honorable mention? I, I have an honorable mention, and I've been thinking a lot about this cigar since you and I smoked it. Is the Tayamo? Ah, okay. That was a good cigar. It was for what it was. That was good for for a good budget for stick. a budget stick. Yeah. I mean, flavor wise, it was cigar. But construction-wise, I mean, I keep coming back to the fact that I had some fairly significant wrapper cracking going on. And that, and that thing, was pre-smoked. You had that. That was in the cellophane. And that thing held together. Yep. It never once blew apart and became a problem for me. It must have had a anything. really good binder. Dude, it was amazing. Yep. And so I, I have to give Tayamo a lot of credit because it held together really, really well. And it was a good smoke. And it was solid. And I think for the price... It's it. I I keep coming back to if we would have had it in the full sweat sixteen, it could have. There's no way it would have made yeah, it. Through. I don't think it would have made it all the way. No, nope. but I, I do think it would have made it to the four. And again, I come back to we were smoking the first third. First third and what lit us up on that cigar. It, it was, was the, the final final third. third. True. Yeah. Final third cigar dot com. That first third was still impressive, just in the smoking and the construction of it. Possibly, but I don't think, and and I'm, I'm I don't know. I don't think it would have ever beat the Tatascan by any means. Mm, mm, it's it, they're not. The, I don't think no, they're in the same. The Tatascan had complexity. Yeah, it had um, flavor complexity to it. Whereas yeah. the Tayama was, I mean, but it, it built it, it built pepper cigar. at the end. It did build pepper yeah. at the end, but I mean, it was cigar. Yeah, you know, but uh, so no, I don't think it would have beaten the Tatascan by any means. 
But I, I don't know, man. It could have snuck in there in one of those rounds. Like, honestly, the round, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Are you going to crap on a cigar? I don't want to crap on a cigar, but I'm going to put it up to the round that the Florida Oliva won. But, Let, but let's again, be real. Do you think the Florida Oliva versus the Teyamo, which do you think goes there? Smoking the whole cigar, obviously the, uh, the Teyamo wins. Yeah. Smoking the whole cigar. I smoked a lot of those down pretty far. But it, for me, remembering back, I knew what you I was You did know pretty early on. Yeah. On the first third of each cigar. Well, I guess this is going to be one of those things that we're never going to actually know the answer to. True. But in terms of debate. Because when are we going to smoke four cigars on the show again? Oh, Lord, no. Well, whenever we do that uh, lighting up experiment that Teddy wants us to it's do. true. So, yeah. You know, the other experiment that I have, and I did not talk about this um, during Ask the Boys this past Tuesday. Okay. But I still want to do that charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Partially because I know how to pronounce charcuterie now. Yes. But also because I think that there is something to that with pairing it up with different foods and seeing how it changes the taste and complexity of the cigar. I don't have any problem with that. I have a, a nice Hickory Farms gift set that was given to me at Christmas time. We'll add at that home. in. I have the summer sausage and the cheese and all that and everything. Okay. So, like, I've got But I think that's that got to be a show done with uh, Pinky. Oh, yeah. We or at, le- at least another guest, but preferably Pinky. Well, yeah. yeah. We can make that happen. I mean... You know, Pinky's been very busy. That's why she hasn't been on this month. Is you know, timing avoiding wise, us is what timing, you're saying. No, not avoid. I mean, I've <laughs> seen her, but timing wise, it just hasn't quite worked out to have her on. But I know coming up soon, we're going to have her back, and yeah, you know, we'll we'll plan that out. And you know what? With the weather getting a little better and everything like that, part of the deal is um, trying to say this in a way that keeps her anonymity. She has some. Uh, she has home, obligations. Home obligations. Yes. Exactly. That make it difficult for her to come out and meet us somewhere. Yeah. So it may be one of those things where we're recording on her patio again or and something like that. her patio is with, phenomenal. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be one of those things where we have to do that. But if the weather's nice, who cares? Like, today would have been a great day to set up on her patio. Yeah, it would have. Maybe a little windy, but otherwise, by and large, it would have been great. Yeah. So. And the, the beauty of that is she always provides a nice, cool beverage. She's a good hostess. She is a good hostess. Good hostess. Yep, absolutely. But yeah. but yeah, we'll put together the charcuterie board. I'm thinking some dried fruits. Maybe, okay. like you said, some meats and cheeses. Yes. Um, maybe some fresh fruit, you know, grapes and different things like that. Just to see what will pull the flavors of the cigar out. Okay. We can like do this. that. I like We can this. do that. And then uh, speaking of, like, show ideas. Okay. I have... Something I want to run by you. Okay. And I'm pretty sure you're going to go along with it, but I'm, okay. going, to, I'm going to throw this out. So we've had a couple of uh, listeners that we've either interacted with and have said, hey, we need to get them on the show yes. or something like that. I think we need to start a regular thing. So up until recently, the last Tuesday of the month was the Battle of the Budgets. That's right. Episode. It was. We've done that for a number of months now. Yes. But now we don't have the Battle of the Budgets. So I think the last Tuesday of the month now needs to be Listener Interaction Tuesday. Oh, my God. I think it's a great idea. And I think every last Tuesday of the month, we have a listener, a fan of the show, join us for um, for for the show. Yeah. I think that is a phenomenal idea. Because I know we've talked to, to Lupe about coming on. 
Um, I know Trent wants to come on. Well, we've again. had Teddy on, and he was great. Exactly, we had Teddy we've had on. Trent on, and I know Trent wants to come back in May because that will be his, I think, ten year anniversary of smoking cigars. Oh, I think very he said. Cool. So you know, he wants to come on and commemorate with we've us. We've already so. got our May guest picked out. Then, yeah, I was say, and then um, you know, we've got a couple others. I know we had a listener, uh, Glenn, reach out to me via the email just today. I'm not going to lie. I want to talk to Glenn and in the it, worst way. Exactly. So I, you know, I think I think we need to make He's this happen. He's got a good story to tell. So I think we need to make this happen. Is I think I think the last Tuesday of the month needs to be listener do you put interaction up, day. Do you want to put it up for a formal vote? You're well, gonna you're gonna you're gonna make the motion. Well, I mean, but you've got. I'll s- second. Okay. So then, at that point, it's already two yays. Okay. I think it's. I think. Okay. The, the yeas have it. Okay. The the any, any objections? Those opposed? Same sign. The yeas have it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So I know be, my Roberts rules of order. So that'll be good. We'll have we'll have listener interaction Tuesday. I took that the, in four H, by the way. Okay. Well, in FFA. FFA is where I really learned it. Okay. Yeah. I'm a farm boy. Okay. Did you ever have Robert's Rules of Order? Do you know what I'm even talking about? Jeff, I was an elected official for eight years. I'm very aware of okay. Robert's Rules of Order. <laughs> well, in Illinois, they just kind of make it up as they go. I figured you were I mean, I'm aware that. of it. Okay. doesn't mean that, you know, <laughs> that anyone the, people that, to it? Yeah. the people that ran my unit of government actually, you know, adhere to it, but I was aware of it. Yeah. But anyway... So, okay. Well, cool. Then I love we'll do that. that. I, I so, think that is one of the best ideas you've had. So, okay. So, guys, I just named off three people right there. So, if you're one of those three people that I just named off, then we've got, what, March, April, and May coming up. So, you know, March and April, I guess, are now committed with uh, Lupe and uh, Glenn. We just need to figure out who's doing what and when. Okay. And then Trent's got May. Yep. But after May... We've got open slots. It's open slots. Yep. So I think that people need to apply for this. Okay. How, how are they going to apply? Well, I think what I think we need to start seeing a little bit more action in the uh, Ask the Boys hotline. Okay. I think that would be a good way. You know, I think we need to start hearing from, uh, from some people uh, more so in the Ask the Boys. Because, I mean, let's be real. We hear from Teddy all the time. And I love Teddy. I love Teddy. Um, we hear from Thick Smoke Ryan all the time. I think Ryan they're, would be a good guest. They're Uber listeners. You know, and, yes. I, and that's the thing. We have a number of Uber listeners. You know, there was Christian or Big Polka. Yep. He reached out, you know, this past episode as well. You know, we've we've had a couple of, of regular Bjorn. callers. Bjorn. Well, and we've had Bjorn on the show. We have. Bjorn was actually, right. I think, Bjorn and, oh, I'm trying to think. Was he the first listener? Maybe Ooh. Squirrel. Was Squirrel a listener? Yeah. Okay. Then, yes, Squirrel, then Bjorn. I'm thinking it was Squirrel, then Bjorn. But the point is, we've and had By the way, before. Squirrel's episode on humanoids and humanoid maintenance, Yeah, one of our top episodes of all time. And, and People some, want to know about that. And at some that. point, we need to get you back, Squirrel. But yeah, the we thing do. Is, the thing is, I know you're busy. I know you're really busy. So I'm not pressuring. But at some point, we need to get you back. I'm pressuring. But, get back on here, buddy. You know, but the thing is, I think uh, I think we need to start hearing a little bit more interaction on the Ask the Boys hotline. There you go. I think take I think, it up a notch. I think that's how um, you can you can rise in the ranks and 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 you know get yourself uh, get yourself onto that that final Tuesday of the month episode. I that's think that, awesome. You know, put in the man hours, guys. You can't just like you know walk on. 
Well, yeah, you've got it's you. It's your audition tape. Yeah, exactly. It's your audition tape. We got to know which what we're getting into here. Exactly. So, well, you know what's funny, and, and I, by the way, the Ask the Boys hotline is area code 863-874-0000. and we need your questions. So make sure you get those in. Now, Nick knows that I've done a daily radio show. You um, have. I'm, I'm not doing it currently because of other obligations I took on, but it it was always interesting. Because I'd get my guests lined up, and I was basically operating as the show producer and every just lining everything up myself. And you start, you you get a guest on, and you've got an hour to fill. Yeah, and you know within the first like minute how the show's going to go. Yeah, is it going to take forever to get through yeah. that hour, or we're going to run quick? long and have to warn the affiliates, or we're going to be done in five minutes, yep. and I'm going to be playing music and stretching and. Yeah, so when you come on the show, be ready to talk because we want to talk to you. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't clam up and think about all the hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people listening to you. Just <laughs> nobody just talk, at that you're moment just talking to us. I would say at that moment in time, it's literally just three people. Yeah, it's only multiple people after I put it out. Exactly. You know, it's not and, live, and you know there isn't some sort of cyber attack that keeps us from putting it out. Exactly. I mean, it's not live, so it's not like you have to be nervous. This is Memorex, baby. Exactly. Yeah. So some people will still remember and get that. Some people, yeah. What are you that, getting on your stick? Um, my stick, I think, has gone out. <laughs> I'm down to. It, I, realistically, I'm down to the butt of this cigar. You are, and um, I the, think through, the nub, as it were. I think through, through talking. Um, oh god! Oh god! You just set the board on fire. I didn't set the board on fire. <laughs> I wish I'd videotaped. I did that. Uh, try and hit. My, oh god! I did almost light my finger on fire there, though. Yeah, that torch reaches out. No, I, I will say I'm enjoying this cigar a little more in the back half. I'm done with it. I'm enjoying it a little more. That's good. Yeah, the back half. The back half yeah. had more pepper, had more flavor, had more complexity to it. I'll give it that. Yeah, the first half was cigar. Yeah. But uh, anyway, and that's the beauty of getting these cigars through MyMonthlyCigar.com is it makes us branch out and try things that we may not have at our local stores, our local humidors and whatnot. Precisely. And Nick, what is My Monthly Cigars? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. They come in a variety of different sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also come in the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50, and it's two of everything that's in the Robusto, so it's good for sharing and you know, and whatnot. And, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. and um, both of those are covered by Nick's MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And make sure you use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. When you go over to My Monthly Cigars and sign up, because that gets you free shipping on your first box, as well as 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store, where he has cigars and accessories and other fun stuff. And guys, while you're over there, make sure you sign up for Nick's Ash Cash program, because that will get you um, uh, credit that you can use. Uh, for every purchase, you get credit, and you can use it towards um, other goodies down the road. Absolutely. It's a reward program. It is. So it's over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. MyMonthlyCigars.com. Yep. And, Nick, while we're uh, you know talking about such things, people need to reach out to us on the socials. They need to reach out to us on the Ask the Boys hotline. How do they do all that? You can reach out to us through Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That is my page. You can also reach out to us through Facebook. And guys, we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group on Facebook. Make sure you sign up for that, because uh, we've got a lot of good listener interaction going on. And that page is growing by the day. Parishioners Group, exactly. It's going really well. 
And then we're on Twitter, YouTube. We have the website, which is CigarPulpit.com. And then obviously there's that Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000. MySpace, I believe, is still down. How's Parlor coming? I don't. I I didn't think I'm not signing up for Parlor. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. You're also on Wee I'm on MeWe. MeWe. I'm I sorry. I am on MeWe. Wee a whole different thing. But I'm on MeWe under my name, and uh, there's a lot of Nick Millers out there in the yeah. world, and so it's kind of hard to uh, track me down on there. But um, I mean, granted, the can the, we can we not set up a cigar pulpit page on there? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't. I I've don't. never gotten. On, I've never gotten on the platform. I have. No I, I I pop on there periodically. I'm not on MeWe too much, so yeah. you know. That's just to talk to Mr. Jonathan. It's my pipeline to the Cigar (laughs) Authority. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, yeah. Well, there you go. So what else you got going on? Not a lot, buddy. Any cigar news out there to talk about? Uh, That's that's a Tuesday show thing. Oh, okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Are we done? I mean, you know, this comes out on Friday. There is a Ash Holes of Illinois event going on uh, up at Ultimate Cigar Bar and uh, Hookah. Up in uh, near the Chicagoland area on Saturday. If you've uh, never been to Ultimate, guys, you need to go. It's a really cool place. Um, and don't drive up to it and let it scare you off because it's it's in an like an older building. It's in an older but building, you go but guys, you go it. inside and it's so nice. And oh, the humidor it's the coolest is, place. The humidor it really is. is really big. Lots of cigars in there, and and lots of good, nice little nooks to sit down and and have Crannies a conversation. And yes. Um, realistically, though, man, I. I'll tell you what. I'm a coin flip as to whether or not I'm going. And only because. I'm going to have a hard time going because I've got sports to cover over the weekend. It's like, and I may not be able to pull away. And it's like a five-hour drive up there. And yeah. I just don't know if I have that in me. But at the same time. We want to go really I bad. I really do want to go really, yeah. really bad. So because well, we've got a lot of friends that are going to be up there. Yes. You know, Gold Coast gentleman, I'm sure, is going. Oh, and his I'm lovely sure. wife. And yeah, it, I'd really like Shannon. to go see everybody. Shannon is his, her name. What should go by on Instagram? Gold Coast Goddess. That's right. The Goddess. Yes. Yeah. So Gold Coast Gentleman will be up there. Um, his lovely wife, Shannon, she goes by Gold Coast Goddess. She'll be up there, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to be there. And, you know, we met so many great people the last time we were at Ultimate a year ago. Exactly. So and I really want to, I, I do want to get up there. I Realistically, <sighs> I just don't know if it's in the cards this weekend. It's, we're hedging. If you guys can't tell, we're hedging. We want to go really bad. It is definitely a flip of the coin for me. Yeah. I don't know. If I don't go, are you going to go? I don't know if I'm making that drive on my own. I don't think I can go. That's the problem. I think I've got too many sports and things I, to cover yeah, this weekend. I, just, I don't know if I'm making that drive and, on and, my own. And guys, let me say this. As somebody who owns a newspaper in Southern Illinois, we haven't had sports for months and months and months to speak of. And we've just started back up, and it's going to be really hard for me to tear away on a weekend and not cover... You know, four well, different basketball and, games. And realistically, they've taken a lot of the, the fall sports, crammed them into the spring, yes. but they're also doing the spring sports. So it's like double the sports yes. happening right now. Like football starts in like, what, a couple weeks? Football, track, And um, that's going to be running at the same – football is going to yep. be running at the same time the basketball is ending. Yes. And at the same time, baseball is starting. Oh, when yeah. normally – you know, from a news perspective, you have football in the fall, you have basketball in the winter, and you have baseball in the spring. It's very easy and to cover. you get some breaks in between, and yeah. But this, it's like rapid fire, man. It's yeah. just all the dicks in the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird way to explain high school sports. I just want to point that out. I was referencing the workload. You're <laughs> oh, the one that enough. had to make it about I had to make it weird, high yeah. school kids. 
Way to no, go, Jeff. I was not making. Let's let's back that truck up. <laughs> I need to hear some beeps out of the truck. It's okay. got to come back. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we do have one last bit of business that I have teased and that we now you have to do. The there was also something we said we were going to circle back on now that I think about that. A story that you had. We said it at the beginning and I can't remember what it is now. I don't remember. And I even said we'll circle back on that. I don't remember at all. Oh. Well, whatever it is, we'll hear it and we'll we'll talk about it on Tuesday's show. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, there was something right out of the gate and I said, hey, we'll circle back on that story because it was good. I don't know what you're I don't talking remember about. what it is either. Anyway. I, I got I to write things down. Yes. What stores are we going to be in? So, guys, the we Bishop, have the Gator. The initial list. This is the initial list of stores that we'll be receiving the uh, first round of Bishops and Gators to be sold across the country. We are across the country. Nationwide, this baby. List, okay? Nationwide. So, I would like to start. Obviously, we're Riverman Cigar Company. We've actually been at Riverman Cigar Company for a couple weeks. That was now, where guy. our rollout that was. was the rollout. And and, it was only and right with him sponsoring the show, the Dan, cut, Dan, to be able to have that exclusively exactly. for a while. Dan had it for a couple weeks, and now it's time for everybody else to get it. But guys, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri, you can get your bishops and gators there. They'll they'll uh, mail order to you. They'll take care of you. Sticking in the St. Louis area, we will be at Lit. In Chesterfield. Which is an incredible lounge if you haven't been there. Wonderful try it out. place. Super comfortable. A lot of liquor. I Grow mean, in the he's humidor. Got a good bar selection, yep. good whiskey and bourbon selection. Grow in the humidor. Every time I go in there, that humidor has grown. And dude, the uh, the ventilation in there is fantastic. It's not a place that fills up with smoke and gets all like super smoky or anything like that. It's really cool. So Lit and Riverman moving to the east. We have the Smoke Pit. Okay, out in, in Indy. Uh, out in the Indianapolis area. It's our man Broccoli Rob and Broccoli. Uh, everybody at the Smoke Pit there. Um, Go in and talk to him about his reviews that he does on the show every Friday. Exactly. Yep. So we're going to be Riverman, Smoke Pit, Lit. Then we have Man Cave Cigars. Okay. Man Cave Cigars. They, I like the sound of that. They jumped on board. So big thanks to Man Cave Cigars for bringing us in. Moving out to Texas. Oh, everything's bigger in Texas. We have Smoker's Alibi. Oh, I love that place. Smo- I see their pictures on Instagram Dude, all the time. That's the place that the shop itself is both a uh, cigar lounge as well as tattoo parlor. But they've got the rolling, too, correct? Yeah, he's got the yeah. uh, the, the the mobile lounge. The mobile lounge. Yep. He converted up like a bus and turned it into a mobile lounge. So you're going to be able to get us at Smoker's Alibi down in Texas there. And then finally, moving all the way out west to our pals in Palo Alto, California. Oh, my God, Max. Max Smoke Shop out in Palo Alto, California. We'll be carrying the Bishops and the Gators. And I was interacting with uh, the guys over at Max and saying, you know, we look forward to coming out there. And uh, they were joking with me saying, you know, well, we hope uh, we don't disappoint you too much with – the cigar unfriendly atmosphere of the of the area, and I oh, said, "Oh no, we're gonna ride I, into town, living large." And I said, "Dude, we will find a way to yes. make some fun out in Palo Alto." So, Amen. So yes, so guys, the final list: Riverman Cigar Company, The Smoke Pit, Lit, Smokers Alibi, Man Cave Cigars, and Max Smoke Shop. That's awesome. So guys, make sure if you live in any one of those areas 
that you hit those stores up and let them know that you appreciate them bringing in the Bishops and the Gators. Amen. And let me point something out. If we didn't mention your home store, go talk to them. Go talk to them. Tell them the Bishop and Gator need to be in that humidor. Exactly. Make this happen. Yep. All it hey, takes. we do the podcast for free for you. All we ask is you buy a couple of cigars and the here thi- and there. And the thing about it, the thing about it is for anybody who want, is talking to their lounge owner, make sure you emphasize to them. It's a very small commitment. We're not asking you to buy $1,000 worth of product yep. or anything like that. It's literally one bundle of each if you want to have both of them in your store. It's tw- and why wouldn't you have them both? I was saying you might yeah. as well have them both. It's 25 cigars in a bundle. You know, you're talking one bundle each and... 50 sticks. That's, that's your commitment. That's your commitment. And if they don't sell, don't reorder. Yeah. You know? But we're going to push them. They're going to sell. We're going to sell. Oh, yeah. And so... Speaking of these six shops, yes, the goal, the plan is to be rolling out to these six shops at some point throughout 2021. You know, I've never been to California. I've never been to California either. I've been, I've been to all the other Furthest states. That west, we're in. I think I've been is Las Vegas. Yeah, I've been to, uh, I've been to Vegas. No, I'm sorry, Seattle. I've been to Seattle. You've been to Seattle. Okay. I've been to Seattle, but I've never been to California. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we'll I've make been to multiple points in Texas. We'll make it out to Max. Man Cave Cigars, Smoker Alibi, obviously Lit and Riverman. Yeah. And I keep waiting for Broccoli Rob to tell me when they're doing the official grand opening at the Smoke Pit. We're planning to go. I think we at just some, need to know. I think at some point we just need to just, you know, nut just up do and it. just go and just, you know, yep. just figure it out. Well, and you've got family out there, so it makes perfect sense. It kind of does. It does. And I love the downtown in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. Oh, the War Memorial and everything. It's just, they have a beautiful downtown. So, yeah. So that's it. Those are the six stores that we're rolling out with first. Obviously, more to come, and we'd love for your local lounge to be one of them. Amen. As we finish up, I have something I have to point out. Oh, God. The bishop traveled to Israel. It did. Yes. And this is the president, so cool. The president of the Ashholes Cigar Club chapter in Jerusalem yep. uh, posted a video of him at the um, the gate, the gate, yep, uh, smoking a bishop. I mean, in the grand scheme of life, there's not many places, yeah, that are cooler. That than, was pretty than cool. Jerusalem. Well, it's the birthplace of how many religions? Exactly. You know, and where that gate is, it's at the crossroads. There, there's four, basically four pieces to Jerusalem, if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. You've got the uh, Christian area. You've got the uh, the Jewish area. You've got the Muslim area, and then I believe the Armenian area. Okay, I, I I think I'm right there. If I'm wrong, please call, let us know, and you know we'll we'll correct that. But uh, he was basically at the gate. I think that kind of separates those areas, and it was so cool. And uh, you sent it to me, and I'm watching. Now. I'm thinking, well, this is neat, but why'd you send it to me? And he gets to the end, and he says, "I'm smoking a bishop for Martinez cigars," and I was just like, I lit up for you. I know. Yeah, that's really cool, I, dude. I, I'm telling you, man, it was definitely a highlight. Yeah. Those cigars are making it all over the place. You've got people I know in Australia that have been smoking our stuff. Oh, wow. You've got now this guy over in Jerusalem that's been smoking our stuff. Our cigars are going global. Yeah. You know, and as well, they should. And Bjorn, you got to reach out to Martinez Cigars. I I taught I specifically asked Dave over at Martinez about you getting cigars in Sweden, and he said no problem. So, dude, get in touch with Martinez Cigars. Tell them that you need some bishops and gators in your life, 
And I would you know love what? to know Bjorn's thoughts on both of them. I'm not going to lie. You know the next cigar lounge I want to put on that list of official retail locations? What is it? The Malmo Cigar Club that he belongs they got to. Our picture they've up got, in there. They've got that autograph sticker framed on yes. the mantle of the freaking place. I think they need to carry the bishops and it's the It's a Gators. given. So, Bjorn, the green light, man. Dave gave me the green light. I so, how that works with international sales. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Work it out. Look, make it happen. I'm here to market the thing. That's right. I Martinez has got to be the one to sell is the it. one That's doing right. the business side of it. They got to worry about customs and God knows what else. That's their problem, not mine. Yep. So, you know what? Bully for uh, Martinez. But, yeah, Bjorn, you can get some bishops and gators. That's awesome. Well, no, when I saw that video and I saw him smoking your cigar in Jerusalem, like, I was so happy. It was really cool. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that would have made it better is if it had been, you know, the gator. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to shit on you or anything, man. Hey, but now. Like, you do notice that the bishop's the one that's scratching a lot of itches. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people like that little stronger cigar that you've got. I get it. And Here, that's why we have different palettes and our do. cigars match our palettes. And the thing is, is Connecticut smokers are a larger population. Yes. But I think what they are is like the one cigar a week, maybe one cigar a month kind of crowd. Yeah. Whereas the cigar nerds, the hardcore, let's be real, the yeah. people listening to this show, you and me, well, me, you know, the the cigar nerds, yeah, we tend to like a little bit more punch to it, and Some that's where, and that's where the bishop comes into play. Yep. So of course, all these you know reviewers and and people that are that are you know really into cigars, they're gonna go. I think more towards mine than yours, but I think in terms of mass market appeal, yeah, I think yours, you know, probably carries the day in terms of like bigger, bigger audience potential. But let's be honest, and we've played this off as a little competition here and there. I don't care if your cigar sell, oh my yeah, cigar sell. It I don't matter. Care. It doesn't I'm matter. I'm just happy that yep. people are, uh, you know, taking a little time to spend with the pulpit. Exactly. Thank you for putting our stick in, in your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> Oh. Well, Nick. Anything else for the good of the cause, buddy? The show, brother. Well, final thoughts on the Alec Bradley black market vandal. Um, it grew on me at the end. Um, it really started it off slow. I'm it not did. gonna lie. Yeah, it grew on me on the end. It, it it added the pepper element to it, which I think helped it along. Um, it wasn't a very complex cigar. My burn line was wavy pretty much the whole time. Uh, now, see, mine, but mine, mine I, but straightened I, out. But I won't complain about the construction of it other than that burn line. Um, I didn't have any, like, cracks or, you know, runs or, yeah. you know, anything weird I going on. I will say, I think it's was more a of a, bit of a wavy burn line. It's more but, of a misdemeanor than a felony. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll give you that. Fair enough. Very cool. Well, guys, this has been another Sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.